Hello everyone and welcome to episode 2 of Bite Science Banter, a podcast discussing gaming, streaming, technology in general. I'm Dan, I am joined by Kyle. Hello. Hello Kyle. How are you doing? I'm very well mates, how are you? Very well, very well on this uh, fine evening. It's a very fine evening indeed. A bit blustery out though, a bit blustery. It is a bit windy where I am. Yeah, good job we're indoors. Always. And uh, yeah, so today we're uh, we're going to be talking... Sort of like our, our personal, about our personal gaming history. So it's just going to give you guys listening uh, more of an insight as to our gaming preferences, uh, more so. Uh, so where we started and where we are now, really. So I'm going to let Kyle Still kick weird. off with this. Still weird. I know. I'm not getting <laughs> used to it. Not getting used to it at all. Yeah, a couple, a couple of weeks will be all right. Um, so yeah, personal gaming history. Um, hmm. so the first console I had was the Game Boy Color. Now that is, uh, not as old as some, like a lot of people like, oh yeah, you know, Nintendo 64, um, GameCube, maybe some, you know, that was the first for some, um, you know, some even older, uh, I know yours, Dan, is uh, quite a well-known one, um, but I'll let you uh, talk about that. Um, Probably going back a little bit further. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, the, the, the Game Boy Color was uh, my first one. It was yellow, um, as it was, uh, the, it was the Pikachu one. Uh, it came with Ooh, Pokemon nice. Gold. Um, and, yeah, so Pokemon Gold was in theory my first ever video game um and that's what really got me into the series just hours and hours on pokemon gold um and i smashed it uh, i remember being really disappointed when uh i didn't catch ho at the end and <laughs> i ko'd it instead of catching it and oh, rip. you know being being young i had no idea how to get it back and uh, obviously there was no uh, game facts or anything like that. You couldn't just Google it. So it was like, how do I get this ho back? Uh, Were there and, many tears? Uh, well, yeah. Uh, also <laughs> also hadn't learned to uh, save before major events in games either. So uh, it was a of bit... Of course. It was a bit, it was a bit, yeah, it was a bit going. But uh, yeah, Pokemon Yellow. It was great. Um, and it was... You know, that was just the start. Uh, shortly after, um, Halo on PC. Now, PC. Yeah, yeah. So, um, did you go into PC quite early then? Uh, well, um, one of my family members was actually quite into PC gaming, ah. and yeah, yeah, that was uh, that's how I came across Halo on the uh, on that brilliant uh, Games for Windows Live platform. If uh, if anyone <laughs> if anyone Oof. has the uh, displeasure of uh, remembering that, um, yeah, I game, unfortunately do. Yeah, yes, it's uh, thank God that's gone. Um, yeah, may it not rest in peace. Um, yeah, so Halo Combat Evolved on the uh, Windows Live Store thing. Uh, yeah, that was the first one, and then. Mm. 
obviously um halo 2 did come out on pc but i never played it on pc at launch um ah. i was i was uh, a little bit i was too young at the time and they were like you know things going on between my parents and that just prohibited me from like playing really so um yeah but halo halo one was uh was a blast and i, I remember playing it on xbox as well um mm. with my uh friends in primary school um you know they were they were all allowed to have uh the like the original xbox i was uh <laughs> i was still stuck with my uh my uh my pokemon yellow on my game boy color that was all right but uh no i had a had a ps1 as well uh kind of jumping forwards and backwards here a little bit but i had a ps1 an original fat playstation one um with yep. several games um lego anyone remember uh lego rock raiders did you ever play that no i didn't actually you no. didn't play lego rock, rock raiders. raiders oh brilliant game um yeah not it, actually have you not? oh no brilliant did you ever play uh the tarzan game no but i had friends who did ah okay I never actually owned it uh okay uh definitely uh a good one uh did you play spyro I did, and I know full well that you're a very big Spyro fan. Yep, yep, very big Spyro fan. Uh, Spyro 1, Spyro 2, um, and I still haven't actually played Spyro 3. Like, wow. Properly, properly. I've, I've had a turn, you know, visiting friends, you know, Year of the Dragon and the skateboarding and all that, but I've never actually sat through and played it from start to finish. So, um, obviously, now that Reignited is out and on many consoles, I think I should probably do that at some point so i think that's yeah. one i'll take off uh, this year but um yeah it was it was mainly just um starting starting small with the handhelds um i never i never progressed from the um the game boy color to the advance um, right and then obviously after the advance you had the uh, the sp as well um and i never i never had that i never i never got those i think i you know that's when obviously the uh, the ps1 and the ps2 obviously ps2 was just mega at the time it was it was everywhere like it's all anyone had um and then by that time i think i kind of i don't know just drifted off from uh, the handhelds until the nintendo ds came out mm. the uh, the original fat boy Nintendo, yeah, the fat DS, sorry, the fat DS with the uh, tiny screens. I loved it though. Oh, it was, it was great. It was really good at the time. Like, you have to remember when it came out. Right, exactly. Like, for, for, for what it was, when it was. 2006, it, something like that, I think. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Roughly that time. Sounds about right. I remember I took all my birthday money that I had that I got that year. I went into HMV and I was like, give me a Nintendo DS. And I I came <laughs> out with, one. yeah, I came out with, uh, obviously it came with, uh, I think it came with Mario 64. Super Mario uh, 64. Yeah, yeah, Super Mario 64 DS. Um, I think Nintendogs, maybe. I don't think Nintendogs was out on no. launch. Mm, it's... It's a bit of a haze, but I definitely remember there being um, Mario 64 there at launch. Yes. Um, and that, obviously, um, that 
got me back into handhelds um straight back in on the uh, nintendos um and then you obviously had the ds Lite, the dsi the uh 3ds 3ds xl you know you got 2ds and the 2ds uh xl and obviously now we're on the switch um, how many of those have you actually owned um i have had uh i've had a dsi i had a ds Lite. i had an original nintendo ds mm. um i've had a 3ds xl in fact i've had two of those um and i've got the switch um i would oh. like a 2ds xl but mm. i think because i have the switch i i really can't justify it no i agree <laughs> i agree I, I think um you'll get a lot of games that are on the 2ds that might probably shift across to the uh, the switch at some point as well oh yeah definitely it's it's be it's, nice yeah it's it's perfect for it, uh, the switch and 2ds both of the games go you know hand in hand really you know something like Bomberman, you can get classics on that and um mm. just the nintendo store as well obviously with the emulation stuff um, it's almost it's pretty hard to lock down uh one of the nintendo games to a console unless they just physically do not release it on pretty to much now yeah. the other yeah, the other platforms but um yeah i think that's that's pretty much my lineup from from was it 97 when the uh game boy color came out i think um possibly i'm not really sure actually on the release date of that i know i know playstation's probably 97 as well mm, yeah i think it was very it was either very late 90s very early 2000s was mm. when i really got into um like games basically um and obviously i was only i was only born in 95 so uh you know talking sure. like five six years old um so definitely uh it can, can, can contribute uh gaming to um you know a lot of my interests uh nowadays but enough about uh myself uh, what about you dan how uh how far back does it go oh too far <laughs> too far I was trying to be polite. Oldie. I know, right? <laughs> well, I was born 87. Mm. I got my first, let's call it console, in 91 or 92. Damn. Uh, and it wasn't technically a console. It was a Commodore 64. Have you ever, have you ever used a Commodore 64? Do you know what it entails? I honestly can't say I've right, used so, one, but I know... Is it tapes? It is tapes. It's cassettes, tapes. yeah. <laughs> cassette, yeah. Glorified you had cassette a keyboard. Player. You had a keyboard. Yeah. Um, so it was almost like half PC, you know, whatever else. And I'd have a joystick as well. Mm. Uh, and you'd use cassettes. Yeah, it was uh, really strange. I mean, I can't remember a lot of how the actual thing worked, but I do remember playing... Uh, a bunch of games such as uh, there's Bubble Bobble, Rainbow Islands, uh, Terminator 2, Wow, Salamander, Paperboy. God, those those so, are like classic arcade yeah, ones. Like pa I mean, the, Paperboy, especially. I mean, the thing is that the Commodore had been out for quite a while at that mm. stage, so I think my mum and dad got it for me because it was cheap. Yeah, they were like were you like late to the console, like before, yeah, very like, very late. Life, I mean, almost. it was it was pretty much end of life, yeah. Mm. 
I mean, you're talking at a period when the Mega Drive and the Super Nintendo were out. Ah, uh, yeah. So um, after that, though, uh, they did buy me a Mega Drive. Ooh, and it was the Mega Drive. It was the Mega Drive Two, the Very revised nice. version. So it wasn't the the really large rectangular version. It was almost like a square, a lot more compact. Okay, uh, it was really really nice. Uh, so yeah, introduced to Sonic, which I was absolutely hooked on for a number of years. Yeah. Um, especially being able to play like Sonic the Hedgehog three in co op. Uh, what other, what other games were there on there? There was <clears throat> there was. Power Rangers, which was actually really good. <laughs> uh, Pac-Man, Tailspin. Uh, just just loads of absolutely brilliant games on the Mega Drive. I absolutely loved it. But I would say that I, I I really got into gaming was when I got the PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation 1 uh, was... Uh... PlayStation 1, the original. Yeah. I, actually, I actually had a Sega Saturn, which I'd got for Christmas. Hmm. And before the following Christmas, I traded it in with all my games. <laughs> my, stepdad, my stepdad did this for me because he had a PlayStation. All right. Had Final Fantasy VII, which he used to just get games every month and then trade them in. Mm. And it, I played this. I played Final Fantasy VII on his PlayStation and thinking that, yeah, this is really, really, really good. And then he traded it in. And I was only partway through the game. Oh, dear. I was like, this can't happen. I need to play this game. So I traded in my Sega Saturn, two controllers, six games, including some great games. You had Knights into Dream, Sega Rally, uh, Sonic R. There were some really good games on it, but I had to have Final Fantasy VII. So traded it all in. I managed to get a PlayStation with one controller, a game called Z. Z. It's just Z, just the letter Z. Oh, lovely. Yes. And it was actually really good. <laughs> and uh, and a copy of Final Fantasy VII, hey. and that sort of that sort of determined how I went forward from that point because Final Fantasy, as you know, is is something that I've been really into for a long time. Oh yeah, and we had Final Fantasy VII, eight and nine on the PlayStation One. The the three games that are clusters, some of the all time greats. Mm. And then my 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 buying uh, my my purchases going forward were sort of based on. Final Fantasy. I had to have a PlayStation 2 because the next Final Fantasy was on PlayStation. Ah, uh, okay. So, I decided to get a PlayStation 2. Um, that was the the next console I got after the PlayStation because my mum would not let me have a Nintendo 64. <laughs> <laughs> so, got a PlayStation 2. And at that point as well is when I got my first handheld. Oh, what was your first one? An original Game Boy. Ooh, not even which color. Was, which was late. I mean, this is late. <laughs> really late. Um, so I'd be playing Pokemon on that, Pokemon Blue, mm. things like that. Um, so that's pretty much all I used it for, was Pokemon Blue. And then probably got, a, I think I got, my brother got a Game Boy Advance not long after that. Oh, yeah. Did you get a Fire Red or Leaf Green? No. Didn't no. touch those, actually. Didn't <gasps> touch those at all. Uh, didn't touch uh, gold or silver. Blasphemy. I was playing. I was playing Final Fantasy Tactics, oh, uh, of course. Advance Wars, and I think Super Mario Kart Super Circuit. They were some oh, of the main damn. games that I was playing. Really, really enjoyed it. And then eventually got Pokemon Ruby when that came out. Ah, uh, yeah. Really, really enjoyed that. And uh, yeah, so PlayStation Two was mostly for Final Fantasy. 
and Gran Turismo. Ooh. And I actually, I actually ended up playing more of the PlayStation 1 Final Fantasy games on my PlayStation 2 because it was backwards compatible. Yes, it was. Yeah, did more of that than actually playing PS2 games, which was bonkers. <laughs> uh, and then it, I, I actually ended up getting um, a GameCube as well because I, I was wanting a Nintendo console for so long uh, after playing on a Super Nintendo that I'd been given from my stepdad uh, years ago. Yeah. Um, had to get a Nintendo console. So I got the GameCube. My grandma bought me it. Bless her. And uh, yeah, absolutely hooked on Nintendo stuff from there as well. GameCube is probably my favorite console ever. Nice. By, by leaps and bounds, just because I love the controller. The games were amazing. Did you get a... Just a bit of Star Fox, Metroid. Star Fox Adventures, uh, Metroid Prime 1 and 2, Zelda Wind Waker, Super mm. Mario Sunshine, Super Smash Bros. Melee, F-Zero GX. Those games were just some of the best games I've ever played. Yeah. And they still play amazing today. If you go back to them now, they're still absolutely great. Just, just timeless. Absolutely timeless. And then I ended up getting an Xbox as well because I played Halo at Mates. So... Yeah, Halo Co-op Legendary, absolutely hooked. Got a uh, so I was like, "Yep, I need one of these for Christmas, please." <laughs> so Christmas was uh, easy for your parents. It, oh, it's so easy, so easy. Just buy him a couple of games, throw a couple of games at him, it's fine. Yeah, uh, got the green, the the translucent green Xbox with um, Halo and Knights of the Old Republic. Nice, another quality game. But yeah, since then I've had um, Xbox 360, PS3, Wii, Wii U, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox One X. Almost everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is kind of terrible. But I, uh, I, got into, I got into sort of PC gaming around the PS2 time as well. Mm. Just playing strategy games uh, and then later sort of MMOs. And now okay. it's sort of split between my Xbox, my PC, and a bit of Nintendo as well. And I think you're you're just all PC now, really, aren't you? Mostly PC, yeah. Um, I do, I do, um, you know, play my Switch fairly often, but that's that's like leisure and just chill more than you know competitive. Um, like, you know, you don't wouldn't play a first person shooter on the Switch, you know. I like it just to chill out and it's the kind of thing I just stick on before bed and do a few levels of, you know, whatever it is I'm playing or just, you know, hatch some Pokemon or something like that. It's it's just, it's dead chill and that's what um that's what the switch is for me. It's just it's this leather, it's just downtime. Um but the PC is when it gets a, a bit competitive, uh, for me. Um so Destiny. Oh, uh, yes. Maybe a little bit of Destiny here and there. Only a little. A little bit, yeah. Uh, How many hours are you at already? Ooh, let me check. Let me check. Uh, this is on the Steam version, guys. We're talking this, Steam. Yeah, version. this is it's only been Steam. Out How many months? Uh, I think three, it three dropped, months? dropped at the beginning of November 2018. Uh, 2019, sorry. Yeah, a few months. Let's have a look. Destiny 2. Playtime. 414 hours. Holy hell. That's so many hours. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's so many hours. Uh, Crazy. 
yeah not great but um you know we'll be we'll celebrate when we hit 500 by doing i mean uh, i i started more. playing it i started playing it obviously on steam as well around about the same time mm. yeah it went currently at play, 43 it? hours oh that's 43 hours long. no it's not compared <laughs> to you it's not <laughs> wow that's crazy that is crazy so that's that's sort of a a brief sort of summary of what we've played on, what we've owned, some of the games we've played. But what would you say are your favorite games over the years? So, it, you know, it doesn't have to be new stuff. Um, but what what would you say, if I say top three, I know Oof. I know top threes are really difficult, but if top we say three. top three. Who? Top three. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to, I think, I haven't prepared for this, but off the top of my head, um, top three, basically just just going solely off the amount of influence, um, you know, how much these games influence my uh, interests and direction in gaming. Um, I'd have to say that probably the Spyro games um, are definitely up there, so... I'd say Spyro 1 and 2, uh, like a joint third for me. Um, they introduced me to uh, platforming, and uh, that was that was uh, somewhat my entry into uh, 3D as well. Um, mm -hmm. The PS1, very early days of uh, 3D graphics and all of that. So uh, Spyro is a very special place for me um but yeah you know platforming the uh the, the the combat mechanics were really simple but really enjoyable um and it was just a, a really well paced game um and i i remember just spending hours and hours on it um so yeah i think th i think i'll give my th my third spot to uh spyro one and two because uh, there's no cool. way i can no way i can uh split them up um second place mm, second place i will probably have to give to combat evolved nice. halo combat yeah. evolved um that was the first um first person shooter title that i saw um and played and um yeah it was it was just incredible like it was the first one i played as well actually first, oh, it, uh, it shooter, was yeah. it was it was so good um back back then when it was just halo one and there was you know there was wasn't two wasn't three it was nothing it was just halo and when it came out and you know oh, everyone was like oh the graphics the 3d like the the, the it did soundtrack look insane, though, didn't it? it did look insane the, oh, as you said the soundtrack was just it was the first game that had a i believe it was the first game that had a score like you know actually composed um and you know performed by real people instead of just being you know yeah definitely definitely uh, in, a, in a shooter anyway on console i mean yeah even compared to the shooters on pc yeah. um there wasn't really anything that did that sort of narrative with graphics, score, gameplay, everything all in one. It was yeah, it was uh, mad. It was the D's B's for sure um, when it came out, and yeah, so that that immediately got me interested in um, 
first-person shooters and, you know, Halo Combat Evolved set the bar so high um, back then. And I've just had a real passion for them uh, since. Um, and, you know, nowadays, 2020, um, it feels weird saying it's 2020. It really um, does. <laughs> I think that's the first time I've actually said it out loud this year. Um, it's really strange when you look at it on a calendar as well, just seeing 2020. And you're thinking, yeah. Oh, my God, we're in the future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel right. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you know, games nowadays, they're good. They look great. But they never have that same charm and they never... I don't know. They str- they always struggle to engross me like uh, Combat Evolved did. But there's a may- lack of uh, magic. Yeah, that may have been my. Which is very well made games. They play great, look good. Yeah. Whatever else, but there's just a bit of something missing a lot of time. And I, I games like as you say, Combat Evolved, that had everything. Yeah. It just had everything. Miss them. Yeah. They don't. They don't make them like they used to. No, but I agree with that. Agree yeah, with that. second place. I I don't know what I can give to first. There are just so many um, good games out there that I've like thoroughly enjoyed over the years. Um, uh, the Last of Us on PS3 and PS4 mm. um, from Naughty Dog. Um, also, okay. uh, the Uncharted series. Yep. Loved it. Um, absolutely loved it. Uncharted 4 was really good. Um, Still haven't played that. You know what's funny about that? I bought a PS4 to get it. Oh, <laughs> well, you never I got a it. PS4. Never bought the actual game. Oh, dear. Yeah. Definitely worth a play. Um, oh, dear. But yeah, wraps up the series really well. Um, you know, gives you full closure to the whole um, series of games. Uh, really, really enjoyed it. Um, and there was another one I was going to say, but it's literally gone out of my head. Probably Destiny 2. No. Oh, that was it. God of War. God of War. God of War. Um, so you were very you you were very much a PS3 player then, weren't you? Um. Yeah. I I put my fair share of time into PS3. Um. I would say that's mainly um, attributed to destiny one um mm. being on it because uh that's yeah i have well over 500 hours on that on ps3 wow. um yeah it, it was a real uh yeah <laughs> every it was it was it, that got me through college that game that was a really yeah wow. that was that was great um yeah but yeah obviously having that constant drawback to destiny kept me on the ps3 so um that means i already always had a ps3 and i had uh you know playstation plus and um just you know all the games that would come out exclusively like the last of us um just you know kept me on the platform so um yeah god of war um i i i it really 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 enjoyed um those but the 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 remake, well, I say remake the um, the successor, the the next one in the series, which is, is the PS4 one. I don't know if if you've played that. The God of War. Yeah, well, it's, I think it's just God of War. Yeah. Brilliant game. I haven't played it actually. No, I I I'll, I'll be honest. I I've barely played anything on my PS4. Mm, it's 
it's so 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 good um you know if you you can you can watch these games you know people on youtube make those uh uh, cutscene films where they just take all the cutscenes, stitch them together, and call it a movie. That yeah. kind of thing. People watch those, and people watch playthroughs and let's plays, but it's it it's not the same for me. Like no. I've I've tried, and I just can't. I need to, I need to, you know, I need to be hands on with it. Um, and yeah, God of War just had everything for me. It had the the story, the character development, it had the environments, the combat is fantastic. And um, I just i just adored that game and uh, i wish i wish i'd actually finished all of the uh post-game content as well the end game stuff um because you, you get some pretty nice gear out of, out of that mm. but um yeah i i to try and give something um my first place is oh, it's it's so it's so difficult um because yeah nothing's had quite an impact on me like the old days like combat evolved like um the spyro games um mm. fair enough if you can't know. choose one yeah. you can't choose one fair I, I, enough. i'm i'm just i'm torn there were, there were just too many good titles um but yeah i think collectively um there have been a lot of first-person shooter games that have been very, very well done, and adventure games yeah. as well. Um, and they all deserve to have a special, a special place uh, in my list, just because you know of the the influence and the amount of entertainment they've brought. So um, I can't pin down just one, but yeah, I'm gonna try and just say that a lot of uh, adventure games and shooter games have uh have really uh taken me fancy over the years fair enough fair enough so there's some good games in there though mm. some very good games i uh I, I i did like the um the uncharted uh trilogy as such on ps3 last of us very good mm. um but yeah some corkers yeah how about yours well, uh, I think I've, uh, I've mentioned one of the games already when I was talking about the PlayStation. Uh, I'm going to sort of go in order of sort of timeline as to, you know, how it affected how yeah. it affected things for me. But yeah. Final Fantasy VII is just one of those games that had everything for me and, and got me so hooked on storytelling in games. Not just, you know... The, the fact that it was graphically at the time, it was really, really good. You had the FMV sequences, which were really, really strange. You look at them now and they look really odd when you've got like yeah. a, a video yeah. sequence in the background and then 3D sprites sort of in front of it. Yeah. Um, it, it does look strange, but at the time it sort of gave it much more sort of cinematic feel and there wasn't anything like it um, at the time. And, and that game really sort of stuck with me and it, it, it was a strange thing at the time because I, I was really into reading books in school. And at the point that came out, I was when I was playing, I was like 10, 10 11 years old. Mm. And I actually ended up not reading at all after that. No more books. Like, I'd just read through Final Fantasy. That was my, re that was my reading. Ah, okay. So that sort of overtook that. And uh, 
as I say, it sort of swayed me into sort of purchasing a PlayStation 2 after that because I needed Final Fantasy. So Final Fantasy 7 for me. Final Fantasy 8 gets a big mention as well because I actually relate to Final Fantasy 8 even more than I do Final Fantasy 7. Oh, okay. Because Final Fantasy 7 was the game that got me on that path to begin with. Mm. Uh, in terms of, say, number two, number two in the list, I'm going to go with... Oh, what do I go with? What do I go with? I'm going to say Metroid Prime. Oh, okay. I can't say I've played that, but I'll uh, go on. There are very, very high chances that it's going to come out on Switch soon. So Ooh. Metroid Prime Trilogy Remastered. We're waiting for it. Come on. Give us it, Nintendo. Give us it. Uh, again, I'd never played a Metroid game up until that point. Metroid was a very well-known franchise, um, but it, it, it completely skipped the N64 era as a franchise, and everybody was wondering what the hell was going on with it. And mm. then Retro Studios took over and decided to make Metroid Prime for the GameCube, which was going to be in first person. And I remember when this this was sort of first in preview and things, I'm reading it in gaming magazines, and a lot of the people that were fans that were writing in and things were absolutely mortified at the fact that this game was going to be a first-person game. And Retro Studios were a new studio. Nintendo had put them to, you know, I think they were, I think they might have been second party at the time or something like that. They were an independent studio. Nintendo yeah. hired them. And everyone's thinking this is going to be an absolute disaster. And it is one of the most perfect games I have ever played. Like, mm. graphically... It, you know, we you know we're talking about like Halo Combat Evolved in terms of first person shooter. Yeah, in terms of in like, terms of just the atmosphere, just the, yeah. the, the soundtrack, everything else. Metroid Prime is like that, but it's a first person adventure game. Ooh. And there was a lot of comparisons between because Metroid Prime graphically absolutely stunning, and definitely looked a lot better than Halo. Hmm. Oh, making me feel bad for not playing it now. Honest to God, <laughs> it is an absolutely sublime game. Uh, and it's uh, a bit like, um, yeah, it's almost it a bit like Master Chief in a way, because you don't really see Samus Yeah, as the main character, and it's a female character. You know, there's not many female, there's not many heroines about in games generally. No. And a lot of the time when they are, they're really like sexualized and everything else. Mm. Samus was basically a super soldier in this armor, they're just you're just completely badass, uh, and you'd have no. There's no voice either. You don't hear a speak or anything like that. Uh, silent protagonist. So it's quite, yeah, it's it's pretty good in that sense. Um, and the the enemies are really good. It's very clever. Uh, lots of really good puzzle elements uh, in there as well. And then Metroid Prime Two was even more difficult to me. It was even even more of a difficult game and even more complicated, but really really good as well. So Metroid Prime for me has to be on there because, yeah, I, I think that's it's still one of the most perfect games I've played. Nice, and uh, I, I'm gonna make sure you play it if it does come to Switch. <laughs> I will, I will, I will happen. definitely check it out. Got to happen. And then for third, uh, it can be no other than Halo Three. Oh, okay. So Halo Two technically was the, the the game that introduced me to online play, competitive play, yeah, whatever you want to call it. 
it was it was very early days back uh, in Halo Two. I think. Yeah, I I, uh, I I got Xbox Live pretty much. I think the month that it released. Oh. Uh, I was like, Mom, I need internet. I need internet. We need this. I need this. I need to get a subscription for this. Dad, I need your credit card. And I had to have it. I just had to have that. And I loved playing online in Halo 2, but it was more of a casual thing. My mm. brother was the one that actually got really hooked on it and ended up being one of the best players in the UK on Halo 2. Damn. But I got into it more so when Halo 3 came out. Because this was peak Halo. Like, everybody was playing it. It was the game to have. And I met so many, so many awesome people on that as well. Just friendships um, mm. with other, other, other gamers playing it. And people that I still know now, that I still class as friends. Um, like, you'll know uh, Ross who we've played yep. with multiple times on games. Yep, uh, yep. There's a fellow mixer partner of mine, Fat Pants. Also met him at the same time. Okay. Um, so I've known I've, people. I've known these people for over ten. Like it's twelve years now. Twelve years. Thirteen years nearly. Damn. Just from this game, and we're still, you know, we're still in touch. And it's it it, it was just a crazy, crazy time. Because it was back when. You know, you had no party chat and and things like that, and people were just talking in a lobby. Ah, uh, yeah, the good old. And you'll days. know that from Call of Duty as well. The good old days, yeah, no party exactly. chat, yeah. You know, trash talking. And... <laughs> but uh. at the same time, you you built, you actually got proper friendships from that. Yeah, and you could actually meet other people and party up and everything else. And that that's another thing that's sort of missing from games now is that everybody's just a name. There's no voices behind the name usually, and it's a little bit it's a little bit hollow. Mm. In some way, mission missing that uh, social construct. Yes, yeah. because everyone everyone's still being social and often playing with people, but they're not mingling with new people. They're it's within their much, own circles. Very much, it's yeah, very much circles, sticking yeah. to their own circles in you know in Discord calls or in Xbox parties and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting take on it. Mm. So that that I'd, I'd say they're my top three, but I'd, I'd like to give an honourable mention as well to Mass Effect Two. Not Mass Effect Three. Mass Effect Three as well. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Um, I know Mass Effect Three sort of caused quite a lot of controversy at the time, and I was I was sort of um, just as annoyed as a lot of people at the time. Did you also but enjoy those of... uh, multicolored endings? You know what I did. Okay. I I kind of I kind of felt like the the whole point of Mass Effect Two was that Mass Effect Two made you feel absolutely like a superhero, mm. like you saved the universe. And then Mass Effect Three comes along and just says, uh, "No, you didn't." Mm. Basically, and it's it's sort of you know you, you sort of feel completely victorious in Mass Effect Two. And then Mass Effect 3 just makes you feel like no matter what you do, you will fail. Mm. That's just how I felt with it. It just sort of, you know, it was like a, just a really sort of somber ending to it. And I, as much as I was annoyed at the time, sort of reflecting on it now, I kind of feel like that was absolutely the right way to go with it. Fair enough. Did you play through it as well? 
Can't say I did. Mm, you got to do it. You got to do it. Ah, you, God, my list of games oh, to play this year is going to be man. as long as my arm. I mean, Mass Effect's readily available everywhere. You know? True. Um, is it on Game Pass? No, I don't think so. But yeah. it is on EA Access. Oh, okay. But uh, oh, yeah, uh, Mass, Mass Effect Two. Mass Effect Two was again a near perfect game. Uh, it made you feel great as well. Mm. Amazing characters, and I'd say Mass mm. Effect Three. Um, you got the multiple endings, but it didn't really sort of change a lot in terms of which ending you chose. Yeah. And it was just more of sort of the whole way through Mass Effect Three is like complete desperation. Of trying to sort of beat back this this Reaper horde that's attacking the universe as such, mm. and it's just it's devastating. I'm not going to lie; it still devastates me now. I mean, I still listen to the soundtrack, um, and it, it kills me. It literally kills me inside <laughs> a little bit every time. Yeah. And anyway, on a more positive note. <laughs> There's more games coming out this year. Woo! Yeah. What are you looking forward to, mate? Ooh. It has been mentioned already um, in this episode, um, but Last of Us. Last of Us Part 2. Yes. Yeah, Part 2. Uh, it was going to be coming out around about my birthday in February, uh, which made it like you know extra awesome um but then i think they've pushed it back to uh may june hmm. may i think maybe march no I, I don't know um but i know that there was a delay um uh or i might be getting that confused with cyberpunk um i do not know but again cyberpunk definitely looking forward to that um cd project red very very high reputation for releasing very 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 good uh rpgs yeah obviously um a lot of people playing witcher 3 at the moment uh due to the series coming out on netflix um you know sp spiked it's peaked hundred thousand concurrent players yeah uh, that. yeah I'm gonna be years one of after as well yeah years after it uh came out which is you know just unheard of that's why it's getting a lot of uh, press um but doing good things for the witcher which means doing good things for cd project which means hopefully doing good things for um cyberpunk so, cyberpunk looks insane so I, oh yeah it looks i can't say i can't say it's a game i'm really looking forward to but i imagine that once i start playing it that will change mm. I think what I'm nervous of is that we've seen it so many times in the past where a game is so overly ambitious and they're like, yeah, we're going to do this and we're going to have this and we're going to have X, Y, and Z and, you know, every other letter of the alphabet. And it comes out and it's a total flop. Yeah. It's it, it just bombs on day one, like anthem, like literally an anthem, like... Do you remember, did, did you watch um, that 2017 E3 conference that Anthem did? Oh, man. That, yes. That, that um, trailer, that scripted thing that they put on, and they were flying yes, through, and they were, 
yeah they, they, yeah it was really cheesy but um yeah. yeah but they were flying and you know shooting things and blowing things up and getting loot and you know the weather changed and it was like oh man like that's that's amazing i love that i want that that looks sick and especially as a destiny player yeah yeah similar vein sort of game oh yeah yeah um and it, you know, it looked mental. It was like, oh, there's buses, there's ads, there's loot, there's you know, a massive world to explore. It looks gorgeous. Um, and then, yeah, uh, it just, yeah, rubbish, awful, mm. just trash on launch. Okay. Um, and like now, it's been revealed that that um, trailer that was shown is com- like it was complete fabrication. Yeah, not surprising. Yeah, the game when that trailer was released, the game hadn't even started being put together. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty, pretty uh, sad. But hopefully, CD Projekt Red have a reputation for releasing games that are to a ridiculously high standard. Witcher Three being one of them. Um, Witcher Two as well. If they can you know push out uh cyberpunk with a really smooth launch i think it will probably be the game of the year 2020 it's in safe hands i mean i i you know the 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 titles that they do put out being such good quality i I, i'd be surprised if it wasn't at least a good game Mm. might not necessarily be the best game ever but it'll still be a very, very good game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Either way. 100%. Um, yeah, with, you know, CG Project Red, with, they're their own publisher, aren't they? So they don't yeah. have any time restraints. They don't have, you know, they're not restricted to having to push out a game every year, which is why, you know, they just take their time, take their time, mm-hmm. and then, you know, they release it when it's ready, not when yeah. big publisher with all the money and who you know controls all the strings pulls all the strings just says right release it right then they're like no it's not ready we're going to release it when it's ready and that's why their games are so damn good because they're they're not uh, controlled by activision yeah (laughs) yeah they are uh, their own they forged their own destiny so Mm. it's uh it's going well for them so i really hope that it continues with uh cyberpunk for them but other than cyberpunk um is it's halo infinites this year isn't it yes yes and uh, it's going to be a series x launch title i believe yep it will be Ooh. pretty much uh, pretty much guaranteed on that front i think nice that's uh, that's exciting um, so that should be november mm, i think end of the year end of the year this year it's going to be very exciting for uh very exciting very busy games. oh yeah yeah definitely um two mm. major consoles being released um the next flagships from both xbox and sony um and then along oh, another good thing is though this year is that um hopefully the rest of the mcc games get released for pc yes i think that's that's definitely one for you into as well that's, yeah because um, that um i believe they said that that was their roadmap that they wanted all yes. the remaining master chief collection games on pc by you know the end of this year um basically hopefully they'll do it before um 
infinite drops because I'm pretty sure they will. Yeah, yeah. Sure they will. I think uh, I think Reach laid the groundwork as well for a lot of the a lot of the titles. Oh yeah, for sure. So it should be relatively it should be relatively straightforward for them. Mm. Yeah, I think if they've managed to, you know, um, well, you know, there's 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 games in there that's in much better uh, technical state than Reach. Um, you know, uh, the remastered uh, original Halo Two remastered, especially. Um, yes. That's more uh, recent than the first, um, and then obviously you've got Halo Four as well. That's more modern. Um, Halo. Yeah. Halo, Halo Three. Halo game, Three but... is about the same same sort of thing really same sort of engine and that so yeah yeah um, and graphically it's not really a problem because they just they can just up the resolution and it's just there it's just the same as it is on xbox really yeah yeah uh, I, I don't think they actually did, did much to halo 3 at all and it still looks fantastic yeah they, they've i don't think they've touched halo 3 but seeing as it has been out for over 10 years now i yeah exactly. i'm i'm pretty sure it's due a uh a, a remastered lick of paint the anniversary it'd be nice i think it'd be nice edition. yeah but i wasn't i wasn't too happy with everything they did with halo 2 anniversary so mm. uh i'm i'm kind of at the point of you know do i want them to ruin the halo games that i like mm. i I'm still, worried, I'm still worried about infinite i am i am very worried about infinite i i mean it sounds like they're going to be going back to more more a more classic style of gameplay but there's many other little things in there as well with the previous games they've done that I don't like that needs to be corrected. Otherwise mm. it's it's not gonna to be too enjoyable for the long long term. Fair but enough. We'll see. But we'll see. Oh, so is yeah. that is that your sort of are they your main titles, would you say? Yeah, I think so. Um you've got Last of Us and uh Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk will mm. probably keep a lot of people busy until, you know, Christmas. Um, if, it, if it is as good as they say it is. Um, and then, yeah, obviously Infinite and the new consoles drop. So um, it'll be interesting to yeah. see if Sony are going to have a launch title with their new console as well. Um, although I'm not sure what that could actually be. They often go in new IPs, don't they? When they when they launch a console, it's, um, that's true. They do. Um, yeah, but we'll have to wait and see. I, I mean, think, obviously, yeah, maybe games like Last of Us Two, yeah, and whatnot. They'll 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 run on the PS Five a lot better than they will on PS Four. Oh well, yeah. They'll have other graphical options, a bit like between PlayStation Four and PS Four Pro, mm. but even more uh, full options as such. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I I have to say I'm I'm really looking forward to Halo Infinite, even if I'm a bit skeptical still. Mm-hmm. Definitely looking forward to getting a new Xbox. Ooh, yeah. That that's that's definitely getting bought because I do use my Xbox a lot, and I even if I am sort of playing more PC nowadays, I still like the Xbox. It's yeah. still it's still a brand that I I sort of connect with quite well. Mm. Uh, a lot of my friends are still on xbox so it, it makes sense to have that yeah um all the games that i'm looking forward to uh final fantasy crystal chronicles uh which was on the gamecube um sort of a it is a spin-off from the final fantasy series but it's like a co-op 
mm. um, dungeon crawler sort of oh, okay. game, which uh, I enjoyed back on the GameCube. But back then, you had to have to do co-op. You remember the old uh, Game Boy Advance link cables? Oh, yes. You had to have, and this happened once, me and three friends, mm. we played Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles with four Game Boy Advances and four link cables plugged into the GameCube because that is the <laughs> only way you were able to do co-op. Wow. You weren't allowed to use a normal controller. You had to have a Game Boy Advance. Wow, that's uh, it's like the Nintendo most expensive controller ever. Like that. They used to do all sorts of crazy stuff like that. Oh, man, it's just to so get you. So it would be really nice yeah. now to actually be able to just play it in co-op on the Switch. Nah, all your friends need uh, a Switch. And over, 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 over the internet, you know? Yeah. Much more straightforward. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to play that again. I'm a bit annoyed still that it's not on Xbox. It's on everything but Xbox, which makes no sense. But Titan. it is mm. what it is. It is what it is. Uh, and then what else am I thinking? Uh, Animal Crossing, probably going to be super chill. Yeah, of course. That's very chill. Yeah, New Leaf. Yeah, you know what? I, I actually forgot about that. Yeah, I haven't played Animal Crossing for a long time. The the, the, only, the one I had was uh, the DS version. Ooh, yeah, that was that was the first one. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they made a couple. Um, obviously, you've got you know Pocket Camp on the on the phones. You've got uh, Let's Go to the City, I think, uh, for 3DS. Like that, I think. Um, yeah, the original. I remember playing the original, but a lot of people liked it. Um, but all I remember is just going around pulling weeds out of the ground. Just, pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty much all I remember as well. <laughs> uh, but it's a nice, chill game. And I'm also looking forward to, as I say, I'm hopeful for Metroid Prime Trilogy Remaster. Oh, yeah. Metroid Prime 4 is in the works for the Switch at the minute. So I'm, I'm hoping they're going to bring that out this year to sort of appease us. And then Metroid Prime 4 will come out in the next couple of years. Uh, Command and Conquer Remastered. Ooh. I do see you playing those occasionally. Old CNC. I like my old CNC. Mm. used to play it so much. Uh, and then there's Tales of Arise as well, which uh, Tales RPG series, which is something I've played quite a lot of in the past, sort of typical JRPG, sort of almost like an anime style mm. uh, sort of game. And then there's the, the, the other game that's possibly going to get Game of the Year. Oh, yeah. Alongside Cyberpunk, which is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Hey, I knew you'd say that. I knew you'd say it. And <sighs> you know the turmoil I've gone through with this game. Yeah, I've... Uh... And I'm, 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 I'm buying into the hype now. I've actually, I've actually crossed over to the point of, yeah, okay, I'm buying into the hype, but I don't want to play it on a standard PS4. I want to play on a PS4 Pro, but I don't have a PS4 Pro, and I'm not buying a PS4 Pro. So what do I do? <laughs> well, so you've got it, a few it, months to sort one out. Oh, mate, it's not happening. <laughs> it's out. It's out in March, isn't it? I think. I think so. Yeah, so, early March. So uh, the the game's looking fantastic. It sounds fantastic. They've actually made two battle systems in the game as well. Nice. One battle system that actually caters more to the older style of gameplay, mm-hmm. which I wasn't expecting before they announced it. Um, so, yeah, that's on my to watch list. Yeah. 
I may end up getting it. I mean, I may end up getting it and getting it. It apparently runs all right on PS4. The demo was on normal PS4s when we were at EGX. Oh, okay. So I am confident it'll run all right, but I just, you know, I've got a 4K60 display, so yeah, 4K60 PS4 Pro version would be nice. Yeah, make it look as good as it can. Yeah, so they're, they're the games that I'm sort of looking forward to. Generally, for me, a lot of the time, the games that I actually end up enjoying most throughout a particular year end up being games that I just didn't even contemplate to start with. So there'll probably be a bunch of surprises that I'm not expecting that, you know, will end up being my game of the year or something. Yeah, uh, fair enough. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's always nice when... Uh... You know, he gets surprised along the year. It's like, oh, like didn't expect to enjoy this as much as I did. And yeah, exactly. Then it becomes, you know, like a little little highlight of the year and something to to uh, make a note of and recommend to other people to try. Um, not not had many of those over the years, I would say. Uh, I mean, like mm. this this last year, I'd probably say Human Fall Flat that I played a couple of months back. <laughs> that was good fun, and I, yeah. I I genuinely enjoyed that. But uh, yeah, and and previously probably something like Inside. Ooh, I don't played. know what that is. You should play that game. Inside. Add it to the list. Add it to the list. Yeah, right. I'll do uh, that. a little indie game. Have you played Limbo? Yes, I have played Limbo. Same studio. Ah, uh, okay. Made Inside after Limbo. Ah, uh-huh. okay. So Inside is extremely good, and I was so surprised by that game. Mm. Uh, I I actually streamed it on Twitch about about when I played it. And uh, it got quite a lot of people in. Oh, nice! Is so it a similar, it. similar kind of side scrolling? Yeah, sort to... of side scrolling. Um, uh-huh. Very sort of stylized uh, graphically and everything, but so mm. nice to play and so so clever, mm. and so just just really really good. And it does properly get your emotions going with it as well. It's so nice. good. I'll uh, yeah, I'll add that to the list. Mm. So I was going to uh, ask uh, ask the listeners to sort of tell us on 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 YouTube and through social media sort of what they got for Christmas because um, you got some nice things for Christmas and I was going to get you to discuss your nice things that you got for Christmas. Mm. I got nothing, <laughs> so I can't really do this conversation. You must but have got something. If- Oh, what did I get? Cho- chocolates, alcohol, links, sweets. Link. I did actually get links. Oh, you actually got links. Oh, okay. I actually did get links. <laughs> I can't remember which one it was. At links, not Africa. Oh, I was going to say, come on, just be, just do it, just be that person that gets links Africa for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was one of the other links, which is probably just as bad. But um, you, you got some pretty sweet stuff. I did. I certainly did. Um, so I don't know if um, people have already been able to to notice if they've listened to the the first episode. Um, I might sound a little different uh, this time around. Um, I'm using a brand new microphone that I got for Christmas. Um, so I'm currently using the Shure SM7B, uh, which is possibly one of the nicest mics out there um it's a big big improvement from the uh blue yeti i was using before so we've gone from a uh 
you know a single uh, condenser microphone that you know sounds okay but you know need to run through some audio processing software to get it to sound good enough and is uh, and is highly overrated just uh, to sort of throw oh, that okay. out there oh, to everybody oh a bit of shade <laughs> yeah i i the, the yeti the yeti does annoy me a little bit i'm not gonna lie Fair but enough. please continue oh yeah thank you you're welcome <laughs> um yeah so the yeah i'm talking through the show now um and it's currently being powered by a go xlr mini that i also got for christmas um so we're using this at the moment um on the podcast and it's with the hopes that this new uh, audio tech that uh has been introduced over christmas can really bring a um uh, you know a quality improvement and just being able to mix uh, different audio levels better and we can introduce more things to the podcast as well um you know maybe sounds a bit of music here and there and it can all be integrated on the fly so um yeah the uh, very, the, very the show yeah the show and the xlr mini are a uh, a definite match made in heaven and i am um, very fortunate to be sat here using them um, for this podcast. I, 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 I was, you know, I was like, oh my god, I am not jealous of at all. <laughs> very, very fancy new things. Totally not. Um, especially as I've just been like looking at microphones, literally like the night before, I think. Oh no. Um, but yeah, I, I the, the XLR Mini is something that's on my list. Definitely, it's something um, that should be on anyone's list. Honestly, yes. yeah, I think uh, for people that are looking to step up their audio game, mm. if you're a streamer, content creator, whatever it is, uh, yeah, the GoXLR is just so versatile, does so much, and for so for for so little as well in cost compared to compared to a lot of um, options out there. Yeah, you can you can so, you know uh, you can look at a Scarlet. You know, everyone everyone looks at that little Scarlet uh, preamp mixer thingamajig um i've looked at it myself um and that's you know that's like what 80 80 90 quid um mm. and you know that'll get you a, a you know an xlr uh, mic input which you can use you can then you know route that to your stream that's a good starting point um but then it's like you know can does your microphone need phantom power does it need a cloud yes. lifter does it need all of this other nonsense that you know is very technical and you know only ever occurs in the audio zone but the go xlr is just it's the mini is 130 pounds i believe Something like that, yeah. on amazon yeah. right now and it's just it just does everything it's so so good it's you know it's oh I, I can't i can't praise it enough i've been using it since christmas so i've been using it for maybe two three weeks um at this point and it's so simple to use once you understand the software and the routing of the different channels it's absolutely incredible um and you know you can you can mute yourself on the fly you know you've got these sliders i think everyone who knows what the go xlr mini is knows about the sliders on the front um mm -hmm. and you can physically just adjust them in you know on the fly um on the fly routing so if i wanted to and i was listening to music on spotify I could make sure that you could hear it as well. I could route the mic, the music through my mic channel so you could hear it, so the podcast could hear it, and then I could even do it so that I couldn't hear it, but you could hear it, and the podcast couldn't. It's just oh, it's it's crazy. It's fantastic, and it's 
definitely going to be a uh, a very useful tool and in, uh, in doing this for sure. Yeah, I it's definitely uh, one of the next purchases I will be making mm. uh, as as soon as I can sort of get a, a new microphone as well, which I think the one I'm wanting is not out for a few months, but. Yeah, good, that, good things come to those uh, who wait. I know, right? I know. <laughs> but yeah, for anybody who's, uh, who's who's been listening to the the podcast today, if you want to sort of let us know what you got for Christmas, uh, you know, uh, things that games that you that you that you love, you know, your favorite games of all time, that sort of thing. If you leave us a comment, as I say on on social media, on the Twitter or on YouTube, and you can find us on both uh, under Bite Size Banter. Uh, but I think uh, I think that's probably time to to wrap this one up. I agree. I agree. It has we've been, been a good one. A, a very long conversation about games. Games, yeah, games yeah. It's a very uh, very games focused one this week. But um, games filled. Yeah, I I expect that would be uh, that be a lot of them uh, this year, given how many mm. are coming out. But um, yeah, I'm uh, I've enjoyed it. Have you enjoyed yeah. it? Very much. I think uh, I think it's, it's probably a, a decent year of gaming ahead as well. Mm. I think it should be. Um, I think it'll be better than twenty nineteen. I think I think twenty twenty will be a good year. I hope so. There've been there've been too many disappointments this year, um, and I really hope that. Well, I say this year, next last year, um, but yeah, I hope that this year companies and studios learn from last year's mistakes and don't make them again. But we can only uh, hold our breath. Indeed, indeed. Right, guys. Uh, so you know where you can usually you can find us. Uh, you can find me over on Twitter at AirGuysTV, and also the same on Mixer and YouTube. Uh, you can find Synaptic Kyle over there. Hey, where can yeah. people find you, dude? Uh, so yeah, you can find me, guys, on uh, Twitter and Twitch. So at Synaptic on Twitter. And the same again on Twitch, um, but with a three instead of an E on Twitch, because somebody took my name. Damn those accounts. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you to everybody who's uh, who's listened in. And uh, we do we do appreciate the, the feedback that you gave us uh, for the first episode as well. If you have anything that you want uh, to add to that for the second episode, please don't hesitate to, uh, to get in touch yeah, uh, definitely. and let us know. Send it over. Indeed. Thank you, guys. Take care. We'll see you for the next one. See you soon.